The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. God in heaven, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. Indeed, that in you we cannot be shaken. We look for and are expecting to receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And we thank you that in your church, your people, in your word and sacraments and your Holy Spirit, we have a foretaste of that kingdom. So heavenly King, comforter, spirit of truth, present in all places, filling all things, treasury of blessings and giver of life, come and abide in us. Cleanse us of every stain and save our souls, gracious Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good to see all of you here. Glad to have our Bishop Philip Jones here. Wave at everyone, Philip. There's Philip. Uh, thanks for joining us online in person. Am I okay to stand down on the floor? Do I need to be on? Okay. Um, thank you for coming tonight. Uh, you, maybe you got the email or maybe you've, you still ignore the newsletters to such a degree. <laughs> Just kidding. So you saw that I'll be transitioning out of my role as rector here at St. Bart's, uh, which is something I thought I, I wouldn't say for a long, long time. Um, so I want to talk briefly about the transition and just expound on a couple of things that I wrote in the letter, but I also want to preach. I really do enjoy preaching. So, and I want, I want to tell you what I have seen, like what I've seen here in my midst over the last few years, and especially over the last few months, and what I see. Um, as you saw in the letter, uh, my, well, we didn't mention this in the letter, but I believe my last Sunday here will be February 7th, and I will be transitioning to a role at All Saints Dallas. Um, you saw that I've been sensing a shift in my vocation. It doesn't mean that I won't still be a priest and won't still be doing priestly things or pastoral things, but that my, my focus may not be solely on running a church and especially in this time of COVID, of, of figuring out what, what to do next and how to continue to grow the church through and post-COVID. So I will be taking a role at All Saints, and I'll be discerning with my bishop, Philip, and I, I covet your prayers. I don't know if that's appropriate to say we, that we covet prayers, but I, I really need your prayers for God's guidance. Um, I feel uh, clarity to be totally open to his will, but yet there's, just like 2020 has shown us, there's uncertainty of, of how God will lead. So I'm thankful for um, our bishop's care. I'm thankful for all saints. I'm thankful for St. Bart. So that's a little bit about the transition. Um, please feel free, and I truly mean this, after church, come talk to me. Set up a time with Becky um, to talk to me. 
Um, and I've already talked to some of you, and it's okay if the things that you have to say aren't, you know, happy or nice. It's, that's okay. I, I still want you to talk to me because I'd rather you tell me about them than something, you know, sad and sick and broken, you know, grow inside of you as so often can happen. The church is so good at that, aren't we? Of, of hiding our hurts and then taking out our resentments on other people, but still pretending like everything is perfect. So please don't do that. Please come talk to me or talk to someone that you trust and talk to me when you feel ready. But what do I, what have I seen? It's not a coincidence, according to God's plan, that tonight is the passage of for whom? You know that his name is Nathaniel in John 1, but it's really who? It's Bartholomew, St. Bartholomew. So I want to use this passage in the gospel to tell you about what I have seen and what I see here at this dearly beloved place, a place that is full of peace, a place that is home, I'm going to fight through it, and a place that I love dearly. Uh, Verses 45 and 46, the thing that draws us to Bartholomew. Philip goes to find Nathaniel Bartholomew, and Philip tells him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Big news. What does Bartholomew say? Nazareth? (laughs) Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip naturally says, well, come and see. But the first thing that I have seen here, this is something that we've built our community around, is that we live in the freedom of the children of God. Nathaniel, Bartholomew, had that freedom. He was able to say, Nazareth, really? Can anything good come out of that place? In you all, in community, we've said for years now, this may not be a perfectly sanitary place. It's not clinical, but it's safe. It's a safe place to do life, to bump up against one another. You know what? COVID has challenged that, hasn't it? Even the last few months, our expectations, our unspoken expectations we have of each other, our unrealistic, unspoken expectations that we have, have been challenged. But yet, what I have seen is a community of people, despite difficulty, willing to live into the freedom of the children of God. Nazareth? Really? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And these five values that we have as our own here at St. Bart's, authenticity, hospitality, mystery, wholeness and healing, and rootedness, they're all rooted in this freedom that we have together. Friends, after COVID, and we pray to God that there is such a thing as that, the world is going to need freedom. The world can easily retreat into rigidity, Or chaos. And the world needs a freedom, a liberation that's a balance of all those things and doesn't accept one or the other, but moves truly, as St. Paul says, in step with the Spirit. You all are a people who have done that and will continue to do that. Secondly, I see this. Look at verse 47. Jesus saw Bartholomew coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. 
What I have seen and what I have enjoyed and, and relished and treasured here is that this is a people in whom there is no deceit, in whom there is no guile. We're not perfect. That's why we're here. <laughs> we need the church to save us. We need our Lord Jesus to desperately heal us and cure us of the sickness of sin. But you are a people. This is, again, this is what I've seen. This is what I've experienced. In whom there is no guile. You're a people who are ready and willing to welcome people with open arms. You are a people in whom there is no guile. In whom there is no deceit. Again, COVID has challenged that. Our own stuff, living with other people in community, challenges that. This, as Chris alluded to in his prayers, this transition might challenge that. You might feel like retreating. You might feel like putting up a wall. You might feel like making up a narrative in your head instead of going to a person and speaking with them. Be like Bartholomew, not as individuals and as a community. That's what I've seen, and I know you will continue in that. And lastly, caveat before my last point. After February 7th, Chris will be leading in the intervening weeks, and then there will be an interim to come in. Do what Hebrews 13 says. Do as you've done already. Respect those who have authority for you. Trust Chris, as I know you already do, deeply. Trust your leader. Trust your leaders that are coming to you. So in this transition, what do we do? And this is what I see. And this is my invitation to you, my encouragement, my admonition, my I only have so many words left I can say to you, to say to you. And it's this. Do what Bartholomew did. Attend to Christ. What does that mean? Stand at attention for the Son of God. Notice what happens in verse 49. There's two different things happen when we attend to Christ. Verse 49, Bartholomew answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. When Bartholomew beholds Jesus, he sees who he is. In this transition, in 2021, when not much is guaranteed, it seems, right? Right in the capital, COVID, new strains, all sorts of chaos around us. What do we do? Attend to Christ. Fix your eyes on him, the crucified and risen one. You are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Confess it over and over and over. Tell your body, tell your soul, attend to Christ. So that's one thing that we do. Secondly, though, verses 50 and 51, Jesus said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Attend to Christ, confess him, and look to him for the greater things. 
This has been an amazing journey, has it not? Some of you have been here. Our first core group for All Saints East Dallas met February 8th at 9536, or maybe it's 9426, we're good, Angle Ridge Road, 2016, five years ago. Some of you have been here from the beginning. You've seen great things. You've experienced great things. You've experienced freedom and healing. You will see greater things as you attend to Christ, as St. Bart's continues to thrive, continues to flourish. And look what Jesus tells Bartholomew. Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open in the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Jesus is bringing it all together for Bartholomew. Of course, Bartholomew knew about Jacob's ladder. He knew about this story from Genesis. Jacob has this angelic vision. And Jesus says, I am Jacob's ladder. I am the way to this heavenly kingdom. And I am bringing that kingdom into your midst. St. Bartholomew's, you, as you attend to Christ in this transition time and well beyond, you will be a conduit of this power of this kingdom, of these angels ascending and descending. You will be ambassadors embodying, incarnating this beautiful gospel, this healing of the kingdom of heaven. I want to read you a prayer as I close. This has been a prayer for my life over the last several weeks. It might speak to you. And this is a bishop in Moscow named Philaret. Keep that in mind for baby names. You never know when you're going to want Philaret. It's like Philip, but a little bit different. Philaret. Oh Lord, I do not know what to ask of you. You alone know what I need. You love me more than I know how to love myself. Oh Father, grant your servant what I myself do not know how to ask. I do not dare to ask for a cross or for consolation. I only stand before you with my heart open. You see the needs that I myself do not know. Look and work in me according to your mercy. Smite me and heal me. Cast me down and raise me up. I am reverent and silent before your holy will and your ways that are unfathomable to me. I offer myself as a sacrifice to you. Teach me to pray and you yourself pray in me. St. Bart's, learn from the Lord to pray and allow him to pray in and through you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.